Hi, and welcome to She Is Wise, a podcast dedicated to braver, bolder, bigger conversations for women who want to change the world. I'm Ellie Bell, an empowerment coach passionate about supporting women to show up in the world as their best version of themselves. I'm a former corporate executive with a background working in professional sport and a qualified life coach working with women for the past four years. I've got two gorgeous little girls, which are the reason I'm so determined to change the way women are in the world. I have an incredible husband who encourages, supports and shapes my work in ways that prove that men have to be part of the solution. And I'm Erin Hodson, a psychic medium and spiritual healer who believes that for the world to be a place I'm grateful and proud to leave for my two young sons, change is necessary and that change must be led by women. My work is deeply rooted in ancestors and understanding who we come from and who we can become. I love exploring the spirituality of who we are and the intersection of that with our human experiences. We're two women who grew up on opposite sides of the world, but when we met, instantly recognized each other as kindred spirits, ready to make meaningful change in ourselves, each other, and the world around us. Now is the time for women to be brave, vulnerable, and bold, to explore what is really true for us and how we can make meaningful change in the world. Join us as we dive passionately into conversation about things that really matter, share lighthearted banter with each other, and dare to challenge what we've been told we can do, have, and be as women. Welcome to another episode of She Is Wise. Today we're going to be diving into the importance of connection and belonging and all that lovely stuff. Um, as always, we start off with how are we doing? So, Erin, how are you today? I'm very, very well. Thank you very much for asking. Um, excited to be here again. Always love having these big, expansive conversations with you. And um, the sun has come out, so can't really complain. The son has got his hat on, as Phoebe told me um, just earlier, um, and but she's wearing her snazzy jumper from Granny. So um, it is sunny, but cold. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, good. Looking forward to having this conversation about that connection, because I think it's um, it's a really important one to have. And if anyone's ever felt like they don't fit in or that they don't belong or they don't have connection with people around them, they'll know how challenging it is when you're in that space and actually the importance of being connected and I mean I think we can start off the conversation very much around the fact that connection and belonging in terms of evolution was necessary for survival and we're just briefly discussing how even now connection is important for survival I think the difference in the olden days it was about making sure that there was somebody who could make the fire and somebody who could make sure the saber-toothed tiger wasn't going to eat you so it's much more about that physical stuff But actually, I think you're right in terms of that need for connection now in terms of helping us survive physically, mentally, spiritually is actually still really important. Because as we started off the conversation, if you don't feel like you belong or connect, that's deeply uncomfortable and deeply painful. So what does connection, you know, how does it show up for you and what comes to mind when you you hear the word? Well, I mean, I think. I mean, you and I have had many conversations about connection because whenever we do an audit of um, our core values as people, as individuals, um, and as a business, actually, uh, connection is always right up there in in our top one, two or three kind of core values that we stand upon. And um, for me, it's not just about connection with other people. I think um, for me, connection is about connection to myself 
It's about connection to the world around me. It's about connection to the universe um, and all of those various aspects of connection are important for different reasons. And I think, you know, I, I did say like, you know, that I think connection is really important for our survival now because emotionally and mentally uh, we've never been further apart, I think, as a human race. Um, there's a lot of divisiveness out there. There's a lot of, you know, trying to exclude people and that kind of, you know, we're a diverse um, diverse race as humans. And um, I think the the last sort of curling tendrils of the uh, of the patriarchy are trying to remind us that actually we are all different and that we shouldn't like difference. And so it's kind of trying to break those connections and and kind of pull that connective tissue apart. And and so for me, connection is about almost giving the, the patriarchy a big finger and, and big middle finger and saying, actually, no, like we we are going to maintain connection. And actually the beautiful thing about being human is that we are different and that brings um, opportunity for growth and learning and all of that beautiful stuff. So yeah, connection is really important for me, but it's it's definitely um, I think you and I have quite different perspectives on it as always. Um, and that's one of the beautiful things about working together is that we're connected by our difference a lot of the time. So what does it mean to you? Yeah, I think you're right about um, just a couple of points from what you were talking about. The connection to self, I think, is actually the most important connection that we have, because if we don't have connection to ourself, we don't know how to connect to others because we're actually trying to find ways of connecting without knowing our truth with no without knowing what we stand for and that makes it almost like an inauthentic connection which is as uncomfortable and as unpleasant as as having no connection that feeling of that you can't be yourself that you can't be who you are because the people around you aren't open to that and and I think the other point I'll come on to in a minute is about the differences but I think when we don't have that connection to who who we are inside even if it's just like it can only just be a flimsy connection to begin with, because once we've got that, we can start to build it and we start to see the benefits of having it. But there's a lot of people who go through a lot of life feeling deeply unconnected simply because we haven't been taught how to connect in with who we are. We haven't been taught the value of connection. It's been very much based on evolutionary. We need connection for that sort of stuff. But actually, I think I think we are a lot more similar in our views than you actually have, have alluded to, that actually the connection is really important. Like we have to be connected and connection is my number one value. Like it's what I've always stood for. It's something that is so intrinsic to who I am. I don't know how to not do it. Um, but at the same time, I've only got better at it since I've been able to connect closer to myself. And just bringing up that comment you made about the, you know, wanting to divide us on people being different. Absolutely. That is, you know, there is nothing more fearful to a group of, you know, patriarchal white men as a group of women who have built that connection and are supporting each other because that is truly powerful. But we have been taught for, you know, unless you're exactly the same as me, unless your thoughts are the same as me, then, you know, different is bad. That's what we've been taught, that being different. If someone is different to you, if someone has a different view to you, their opinion is bad because it's not the same as you and that makes them wrong. And I, I do believe that in the world we're in at the moment, we have to become more open to other people's views 
being different and being okay with that. Like I have many, many views about many, many things. And I know that to some people, they will not feel right at all. But that doesn't mean that we can't agree on other views. We're living in this world where there's so much division around what you think. And it's kind of like we've lost the ability to critical think and to be able to make our own decisions about what is being shared in the world. It's like we're being fed a load of stories and you just have to take it. And actually, I think connection is about being able to take all of that information, being able to you know, pull out of it what's true for you and to find the, the group that, that supports you. And, and actually, the more diverse that group can be, the better. And I make an active I've made an active decision. I make active choices in making sure that I do learn as much as possible about what other people think, what other people believe, what other experiences are out there. Because actually, my way of thinking is very narrow. It has been very narrow for the way that I've been brought up. And, you know, the connection I've had to people have been, you know, very similar to people who look and sound like me. And actually, that's not okay as far as I'm concerned. Now, I want to expand that as much as possible. And that challenges me on a number of levels because it's actually you have to be willing to be vulnerable and you have to be willing to be wrong. And that's not something we're taught is okay. And so I think that's a really important part of connection is finding those people that you can have the big conversations with and be willing to be wrong or be willing to learn or to take on other people's opinions or explore them and expand them and find what's true for you. Um, Because connection just for the sake of connection, isn't going to move us forward. Whereas connection with intention is incredibly inspiring and and provides a huge opportunity for, you know, living a better life in in so many different ways. Yeah. I think what's interesting is that um, that kind of binary uh, way of looking at things, which is either we're the same or we're different. And actually, like we we both know that um, it's entirely possible to be the same and different. Um, and that, you know, there's no sort of black and white or, or binary kind of way of segmenting the world to maintain the level of comfort that old white men might like us to have. So I think the the challenge, first and foremost, is around really kind of navigating that that willingness to look at a spectrum and say, you know, I don't I don't think I've ever done it, but I've certainly had people in my life who have done it where it's all or nothing in terms of connectedness and in terms of relationships with others. If you don't agree on everything, then it's impossible to find a common ground, despite the fact that there is common ground. And I think, you know, that's very much a patriarchal construct. It's like, well, if you don't adhere to everything that you're told, if you don't follow the rules, um, if you dare to challenge any one of those rules, then you're down a level. You know, if you dare to challenge all of those rules, you're outdoor. And it is so for me, connectedness, you're right, it does start with ourselves. Um, I don't know, I don't know if I necessarily um feel like I have to be willing to be wrong. I think I have to be willing to be different. And I think I have to be willing to challenge myself as much as I challenge others. But I think the connectedness to to my own truth and connectedness to um, to the the ancient wisdom that I carry, to my um, my ancestors and the ancestral knowledge that I carry, um, you know, and that that universal stuff that we talk about, like when we're channeling things, uh, when we connect to the universe and and something flows through us, um, 
I think like having connection to that allows us to create more meaningful and intentional connection with other humans. Um, but as I said, I think we still, we also need to cultivate meaningful connection with animals and, and plants and, and living things of all kinds and recognize that actually that level of connectedness can only serve us um, if we are disconnected in some way from something that we coexist with. Uh, then I think there is always potential for better or more. Yeah, I think that connection to all around us is something that we're starting to, you know, re-notice, um, if that's the right phrase. It's kind of like, you know, even that there's so much more talk now about lunar cycles. There's so much talk about, you know, being in tune with seasons, you know, seasonal living and all of that sort of stuff. So it doesn't surprise me that whilst consciousness is rising awareness of the need to be connected to our surroundings and the energy within you know our lives is becoming more important and that's something that um, when we talk about connection is is kind of another angle and another element to really think about I think again just going back to that that willingness to be wrong it's something that I actually think is really important because we've been so taught that we are that being wrong is bad and that we shouldn't be wrong that actually for me personally I struggled with being wrong I struggle with um, being challenged on things like that but actually what I have found is my connection has become stronger to people who I've been willing to explore that with and who I've felt comfortable being wrong with you know like we've had conversations about you know various things where we have very different opinions and being able to you know acknowledge where what I believed to be true wasn't the right way or wasn't actually what I believed I was wrong about my beliefs is actually something that I think is really important for me as a person to be able to build connections with more people I think that's an important difference though like you're saying that you were wrong for yourself for your own truth um, not wrong versus my truth Right. And I think that's in a really important difference for people to recognize. I can't tell you that just because you don't agree with me, you're wrong. But you can check in with yourself and yeah. acknowledge that actually what you believed isn't your truth, which makes yeah. it wrong. Right. And that that's what I was trying to say. Uh, I wasn't I didn't I sorry. Yeah, I didn't yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we had this so yeah. people now know that's the difference. Why, yeah, that's why I was trying to clarify then, because I, I don't um you know, I think we have to be willing to be wrong, but we have to understand that the only person who can tell us we're wrong is ourselves, mm. right? Otherwise, we're just different. And so when I'm talking about being connected to people and testing, you know, going out into the world and saying, this is, I'm, I'm meaningfully trying to connect with you around something, no one gets to tell me that my viewpoint or my perspective or what I bring to that is wrong unless it feels wrong for me and I identify a different truth around that. Um, And I think that's a really, really important takeaway because I know we have had quite robust conversations at times. Um, In fact, you may have even hung up on me once around, um, (laughs) around, you know, I think I just explained it that I needed some time away because (laughs) otherwise I was going to say mean things. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think, I think that's, that's important. I know for me, that since having you in my life and having you regularly challenge me on my own truth, um, that I've never felt more right with myself. 
And I think that's really important. And that level of connection that we have around that stuff has facilitated that. So I think it's really important to be, you know, to be willing to test your truth and to admit to yourself that what what you were, you know, putting out into the world as your belief or, or your thought was actually not right for you. Um, but I don't think anyone can ever tell you that you're wrong. And yeah. um, and I will, I know you stand beside me in that belief. Absolutely. I, I firmly do. I think, I guess it's that when we start to have that connection with ourselves and start to deepen that connection, that the way to do that is to surround yourself with people who do have different views and to be okay with those different views because that's where you learn. Like if we get into the echo chamber, which unfortunately social media has absolutely amplified more than it. is, it's, it's just <laughs> horrendous. I mean, my aim in life at the moment with Instagram, I don't do Facebook really, um, is to confuse the algorithm as much as is humanly possible. So they genuinely don't know what to serve me. And so I will like, I follow all sorts of random stuff and they are just like ah what do we send um but it's brilliant because I'm actually starting to have so much more awareness of other people and you know I'm very lucky in the life that I've lived and the life that I live you know I absolutely know and acknowledge that I stand you know in a privileged life I really do but I want to be able to use that to to forge connections with other people, to learn more about it, to use that for good, to be able to make it so that more people can can have that opportunity, who can have opportunities that I've had that I haven't had to work for. I want other people to be able to have the same. And that is something that has developed more as I've you know, very much in alignment with my spiritual awakening, which um, was last week's podcast. You know, as I've become more conscious and more aware and more compassionate, I want to be more understanding and more aware of other people and the challenges that they face and actually what can I do to to forge that connection how can I use what I stand for and my position in the world to help others and and to be able to lift everybody because I do believe in the conscious rising I think we've all got the if we can rise together you know I always use the phrase let's grow the whole pie I don't want to just grow my slice I want to grow it for everybody because that just feels so much more connected and so much more it feels nicer to be perfectly honest. And, you know, I, I find my biggest challenge when it comes to connection and acceptance and all of those things is dealing with people who aren't willing to listen to other points of view, who aren't willing to challenge their belief systems, who aren't willing to admit that actually maybe what they thought wasn't right. And that's really interesting. And I have to remind myself that actually those people need just as much love and compassion as as everybody else. And that's been a real, yeah. And that's been a real learning for me recently, like building connection or being able to have connection with people who challenge me on that side. That is, yeah, that's been an interesting one. (laughs) Work in progress, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like I think, you know, what's interesting to me is that connection, um, connection can be quite a volatile sort of a thing I think and when you look at how the human race has kind of separated out um, and you know with the event of globalization and things we've had to really be intentional about creating ways of being connected Um, and you see that none more than in the global pandemic right and and the fact that we had to immediately change the way that we connected with some people in our lives because we no longer had access to them in a physical way. Um, 
and and so I think connection in itself is is vital to everybody feeling like they have purpose and like they belong and like they are valid and valuable in the world. I do think as well though that um, we need to be willing to step away from connections that don't serve us, and I think that's kind of where you you know what you're recognizing for yourself now in those relationships that are coming up where you know you're having robust conversations about things that are really important to you and you are very familiar with your truth around um and you're coming up against people who are just like nope what I've been sold my whole life is the truth and that's just it and they get deeply deeply defensive about the fact that a you're challenging their belief B, you're challenging them, and C, they know that those two things probably don't quite align, and yet they'll stand firmly in it anyway, right? And so the the key to that, I think, and this is where the volatility comes in, is being able to remove that part of the connection so that it doesn't change the way that you see the rest of the world. Because I think that's the, the key, right? Like when we connect with someone um, who doesn't align with us or who challenges us in ways that doesn't serve us, if we maintain that connection, we carry that into other connections. It's an energetic thing. And so being able to disconnect from that respectfully and with love and compassion and just saying, actually, like, I don't need this connection right now. It doesn't serve me with anything beyond frustration. Um, so I'm going to disconnect from it and I'm going to get, send you some compassion and some love and I'm going to maintain my openness to that reconnection. But that will need to be, you know, you coming with a different energy to the to the connection. And I think that's a really good point you make about um, releasing like past connections, because when we do start to grow and expand and we, you know, change our ways of thinking or our beliefs shift and we have more awareness and we have more consciousness and all of that amazingly wonderful stuff is it we do start to see the people around us that perhaps don't support that and that can be really uncomfortable if they're people that we've had in our lives for a really long time if they're people who play big parts in our lives and I I do think that that's that can be a a big challenge and sometimes it's like do we have to walk away or can we you know kind of try and bring them along with us and and it's really difficult and I don't think we can underestimate what that must feel like and being able to to walk away from people that don't support you if you can do it with love or if you can find that connection that you can just be you can be connected on a on a certain level and be okay with it not being at the next level allows you to maintain those connections with people that you know are part of your you know heart and soul just because they're not sort of necessarily evolving as quickly as as you perhaps are in terms of your thinking and stuff like that doesn't mean that actually you have to cut them off because there's an opportunity for them to to learn from you so if you can still keep that connection it allows you to but not let it hold you back I think is key so keep the connection but not let it keep you stuck where you are then actually that provides an opportunity for that person to learn from you as well. So I do think sometimes it can feel like, right, we want to just cut them off. They don't support where I'm at. They're not, you know, on the same path as me. That's it. You're done. You're, you know, persona non grata. Well, actually, I think there's a lot of love and support in being able to keep that connection and and keep that, that, you know, 
don't want to use the word connection again, but I can't think of another word. <laughs> that connection it's with like a bu- It's like a bungee cord type of thing, right? Like yeah. you can stretch it and stretch it and stretch it, and then one of you has to move. Um, yeah. And you might come back a little bit or they might come forward a little bit. Be open to either way, but um, you don't, it doesn't have to be a chain that has yeah. no has no flexibility in it and has no ability for you to continue to move forward without dragging them alongside you. Mm. Um, and I, th- I think I think you're right. I think it is really important. You know, there are people in my life and people in um, in your life that you know have um, very complex connections with people who they've been conditioned to be connected to. You know, um, that's family situations, that's community situations, that's friendships. Um, And, you know, as we evolve as spiritual beings, having a human experience, as we go through the process of shifting and changing and learning and growing and healing and all of those good things, um, the reminder, I guess, in terms of our connectedness to others and our contribution to the societal change and to the the paradigm that's being shifted. Um, when we get to that point where we say, actually, like I need to make a contribution to society and, and to that shift in the paradigm, but this connection is actually not necessary for me or not serving me to do that. Um, I think there are people in my life that I'm, I'm willing to disconnect from for now um, in a, day-to-day meaningful kind of way who I will maintain some form of connection to because I believe that what I'm doing in the world will serve them and that that will potentially change our connection again in the future so I think it's being willing to you know disconnect from like almost you know cut some of the ties but maintain one or you know, like it, it's just weakening the connection perhaps is the better way of describing it um, and saying, actually, you know, there's there's layers of connection here and right now you're not in my closest layer. You're not in my my inner circle, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to hold space for you to come back to that, you know, if you're willing to come with me, but I'm moving. It's almost that you release the reliance on that person and what they think and the impact that they're, thoughts have on you to a certain extent it's being able to sort of free that up a little bit I think just one last thing I want to to cover off before we we wrap this up is how disconnection is often an indicator that there's things that that you need to you know potentially be doing some work on so I know that one of my um ways of managing myself is that if I'm feeling challenged if I'm feeling things are difficult I retreat I move back I you know run away from the world as much as I possibly can I shut those doors and I'm like see you later um and that's that you know that disconnection to others whilst at the time it feels like it serves me I know that it doesn't and so I challenge anyone who uses that as a way to to manage their emotions to manage difficult times yes sometimes it is important to be able to shut yourself away and just regroup but if you're doing it as a way to manage a situation, get some support and get some help. Find somebody that you can connect with because connection is so deeply important. And I mean, I'm very lucky that I have people like 
Erin, who don't really let me disappear off the face of the earth. They come, they come a hunting and a knocking, and I'm like, oh, sort of, okay, fine. Um, to <laughs> I mean, quote usually my five, I need you to do something like write an email. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> and you know, and I've got other friends as well who will do that. And but if you find that you haven't got those people, then you know, put it out to the world that you you want to build those relationships and those connections with people that will come looking for you when you disconnect because it's a very human thing to do when we are going through any of those big emotions those shame blame guilt a lot of that stuff will make us want to disconnect it or want us to make us be you know hiding away in a in a dark corner somewhere but actually all of those emotions that they don't want words they don't want compassion they don't want support but actually that's the one thing that's going to shift them and change it so if you're in that space I really implore you to reach out to to ask for help and go back and listen to our podcast about asking for help because you know that's a it's a, there's some great tips in how to do that but be able to be willing to forge that connection and be willing to forge a connection with someone that you might not have necessarily thought you're going to connect with like be open to all possibilities because within those relationships like real beautiful opportunities occur yeah is yeah disconnecting I mean, is that something you do <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, um, I, I think there are times when I disconnect from certain people. Um, I don't know if I could disconnect from everybody, but um, there's definitely some people that I have to disconnect from in order to maintain my sanity. And I, I do that. And that's great. Um, I think you're right, though, you know, like in our darkest moments, connection is our savior. And um and in our lightest moments, connection is our greatest joy. And so I, I really think that um, when you can create authentic connection, and I hate using the word authentic because it is so overused these days, but when we when we know our truth and we connect it to others in a way that um, just radiates love and acceptance and compassion for difference and for similarity then I think that's where the magic happens that's where we can go into that space of really openly supporting each other um, seeking the support that we need and being able to create the community that allows us to thrive as individuals but also as a collective and ultimately that's what we're here for you know, we are, yes, we are humans having a spirit, like a spiritual being having a human experience. We are here having an experience that is to teach us and, and to, you know, to grow and heal and, and that sort of thing um, on an individual level. But we also have a responsibility to the collective, like no man left behind, right? Um, and I think we're seeing now that there are many, many more people who are willing to put the hand down and say, hey, I'll help you up. And let's go forward together. Um, and it's that that will change the world in the way that we want to talk about. I, we always talk about rising together um, and, you know, the, the pie being bigger for everybody rather than just growing our piece or or whatever. And, um, and I think that's, you know, that's a really, that's why connection is our number one value as individuals and as a business is because we recognize that, everything that we desire to see in the world in terms of change is rooted in connection well i think that's the perfect place to to wrap up because you've nailed it in a little perfect sentence so uh 
one of the many things I love about you. Um, thanks for joining us and listening to us today. We'd love to know what you thought. Um, what does connection mean to you? Drop us a line. Um, if you'd like to yeah, hear more about us. us. Connect with <laughs> us. Oh, amazing. If you'd like to connect with us, um, head to our website, awakeningthewisewoman.com, and uh, you'll be given the chance to join our newsletter um, list. And we send out a weekly newsletter where we share a bit about what's going on with the moon, just some journaling prompts, some um, helpful stuff that can help you on your awakening journey you make it sounds so appealing <laughs> hey it is it, it, oh I was just I'm trying to work my way through the list of what's in it but it is it's a really cool um it's a really cool email we enjoy putting it together and um people who receive it seem to like it so if you'd like to do that um and also you can find out how to connect with us on our website as well so go check it out um thanks for joining us thank you Aaron as always I love hearing your opinions your um thoughts your expansive ideas it's um it's a huge privilege to be in this space with you and we will be back again next week bye-bye bye-bye thanks for listening to this episode of she is wise if you've enjoyed this content please don't hesitate to let us know you can drop a review on your favorite podcast platform share with all your friends don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss another episode to learn more about awakening the wise woman and what we do in the world head on over to awakeningthewisewoman.com We look forward to seeing you next week.